Welcome back to Travel with Tannis. Today we are going to talk about something that is often overlooked, something that people think um, they don't necessarily need or they don't want to spend the money on and it's something that is absolutely imperative to your travels. Insurance. I'm going to call this one today Insurance for Warriors. My good friend Josh, we're going to talk about him today and his story and I think he kind of coined this phrase and I still need to get him a t-shirt made. But we're going to call this one today, Insurance is for Warriors. I'm Tana Sterland, a travel expert who has built a multi-million dollar travel business exploring the world in search of culture and adventure. In the past 13 years, I have been creating a travel company that allows me to curate travel experiences for clients while still continuing to explore our world. Every week I will talk about travel experiences, tips and tricks, as well as host some travel friends to share their experiences with all of you. The good, the bad, the hilarious, hopefully providing insight for your next travel adventure. Come, travel with Tannis, and make sure to follow me at Travel with Tannis on Instagram. We're going to go back a few months. I had a client, I still have a client, but I had a client and his name was Josh and he's this young guy. Fun, a really good sense of humor, easy to talk to, really fun client to have. Josh was heading off to Japan for a six month stint for a snowboarding trip. We talked about the details and I tried to convince Josh that perhaps maybe he needed some insurance and he was quite convinced that his snowboard skills were far superior than what insurance would ever be needed so he forego the insurance. He took off to Japan on his trip. His mother, the doll that she is, contacted me and said, you know what, he never got insurance. We need to get him insurance. And so the mother in her bought her son some insurance just to make sure that he was protected. He was always of the idea that I'm a really good snowboarder and nothing is ever going to happen. I, even if I fall, I'm going to be okay. At the very most, it'll be a sprained wrist or it'll be something light and minor. What Josh wasn't prepared for is when he arrived in Japan, within a couple of weeks, Josh was in the hospital having an emergency surgery that was really not anticipated. He had to have an emergency hernia operation that landed him in there for quite a while. And of course, the bill continued to rise. I'm not really sure what would have happened to this young man had he not had insurance. I can't even begin to venture to guess what the bill would have been for him. But his snowboard trip would have looked a lot different had he not had the insurance. He had the operation, did his time, did his post-care with all of the doctors, and thank goodness he turned out fine, and he continued on with his travels and his nomadic ways, and we celebrated the fact that he, in fact, did get insurance, and perhaps insurance was not for warriors. I don't think people understand that in the United States, a hospital stay it runs approximately $8,000 a day. And that is just your hospital stay. That's not your care. That's not anything else. So when I talk to people about insurance, sometimes they're like, oh, insurance is an awful word. Nobody wants to hear about it. 
I don't think people really understand what can go wrong on vacation and how it can cripple a vacation really quickly. Vacations can come with all sort of factors. There can be bug bites, there can be trips and falls, sprains, whatever it is, but there's so many things that can happen that are so far out of your control that can really derail your plans. So today in the studio here with me, I have a really dear friend of mine and we had a story last summer, the two of us ventured off on a boat trip through Croatia and of course, if you travel with me, you have to travel with insurance. It's just the way it goes. I don't let anybody travel with me. But I have to say, I never really heard a pushback from her with regards to purchasing insurance. And thank goodness, because what happened in our travels in Croatia really um, put a damper into our plans for a little while anyways. It was July 1st last year. We were... In the heat, we were out for the day and we were on our way back to the boat dock and it was probably about 40 degrees and we got turned around in the woods. We were kind of on a walking trail and things just kind of went awry and we ended up getting turned around and a bit lost. And the boat was having to be out of the slip at a certain time and we were very late and we were going to miss this and we ended up running. There was four of us that ran pretty much as fast as we could to get back to the boat in this kind of heat. And we were all pretty much stretched to our limit at this point. And so there was a few things that happened within this. Not only was there the stress of having to get back to the ship because it was really leaving without us. This sounds reflective of the story I told last week. But anyways, I, I digress. Um, we ended up getting to the boat, but... My sweet friend at this point, we got on the boat and she wasn't necessarily feeling the best. I think it was the heat and just kind of the stress and everything seemed a bit overwhelming. So we're going to talk about the story of Kathleen, who is sitting here in the studio with me. Hi, Kathleen. Hi. And we're going to talk about the story of Croatia. And for the people that were with us um, on that boat, they know exactly what happened and how it felt. But I really want to hear from your perspective how it was for you being in a foreign country in a country like Croatia where they don't necessarily have the same practices we do and just everything that happened for you so let's maybe back up a bit to on the boat you weren't Mm -hmm. feeling very good you certainly didn't want attention I remember that but maybe tell a little bit about what happened for you in that moment well, I knew I wasn't feeling well, and and I was concerned enough to, first of all, to let you know, mm-hmm. and then from there it kind of snowballed, but I knew that I wasn't okay, and I really wanted to, I needed some reassurance that I was okay. Anyway, through, um, I guess it was when, when Fleming, you know, was checking me out and, and asking me questions. I was thinking that the feeling was like when I had the atrial fibrillation uh, mm-hmm. two years prior. I had never had another episode, but it was feeling kind of like that. I didn't know what was happening with my heart. I couldn't tell. I was just trying to remain calm 
because I didn't want to add panic to, you know, what was happening with my heart. Did you feel at that time, like, because we had just ran, like, crazy people in 40-degree heat. Did you feel like that had anything to do with Were you kind of no. trying to justify what was happening? No, or? no, because we had we had come back, we had had lunch, and then we had, uh, you know, the boat had, had started again, and we were traveling, and I was sleeping up on the up on top of the boat, okay. you know, my favorite place up there. And it wasn't until I got up, um, I just about blacked out. And so I quickly sat down. And that's when I knew that something was wrong. And I wasn't sure what it was. And I was thinking maybe I'm dehydrated, you know, maybe something. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. So I quietly, without letting anybody know that anything was wrong, you know, I I had electrolytes with me and I, I did that. I just tried to rest and everything, but nothing was helping. And that's when I let you know that, you know, I'm going to go downstairs, but if I don't come back, come and find me. Yeah. Um, we were pulling into Dubrovnik and I didn't even have the energy to get up and look at the wall. And, and I had been so excited about seeing this, mm -hmm. but it wasn't important at that point. You know, that really, um, the focus was very internal. When, when people started checking me out and, you know, trying to take my pulse, um, it was a little unnerving, but at the same time, I knew I was in good hands. Mm -hmm. But I remember one of the first questions that I was asked was, do you have insurance? Mm -hmm. And I remember you saying, hey, she's traveling with me. Of course she has insurance. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and, and really it, it did. It, it gave me peace of mind. It wasn't even about, I knew I was going to be okay financially, but I knew that I wasn't going to be a burden on, right. on everybody else, right? Um, because I had taken care of that, I knew that I would be cared for. So, um... I have to say, though, too, like, I remember them taking you away in the ambulance. Yeah, that was... Yeah. And I know for people, even here in Canada, when you... The, the idea of being taken away in an ambulance, immediately there's a cost associated, and mm -hmm. people are concerned because it costs this, and mm -hmm. it probably didn't even enter your brain. It was just like, get me in the ambulance and get me there. Yeah, I, I wasn't worried about that part. Mm -hmm. Um... I was worried about where I was going. Mm -hmm. I was worried that I was alone. Mm -hmm. uh, they wouldn't let anybody come in the ambulance. Yep. I remember looking out at you and you were like, oh no, <laughs> what's going to happen now? Um, but no, I never worried about the financial part of that. And, uh, you know, I was, I was glad that they were looking after me. I mean, that started right away. And uh, so, yeah, it wasn't never about the finances. Tell me about the care because some people I think wonder about the care in other countries. We are very fortunate in Canada with the care that we do have, of course, mm -hmm. but being in a place like Dubrovnik in the middle of Croatia, we were, all they kept saying to us was, thank goodness it happened in Dubrovnik. Thank goodness it happened in Dubrovnik yeah. because you were in, I guess, in the place in the country where you were going to get the best care. But tell me about how you felt about the care that you were receiving. It was different. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, my focus was on, on just trying to be okay. But mm -hmm. when I looked around, 
I tried not to be concerned about the surroundings because it was um, it was very different. It was it looked basic. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't have curtained off walls. You know, it. Um, I, I was kind of wheeled in and and left there for a bit. Um, not all of the the nurses that were in there spoke English. Mm-hmm. Uh, my nurse, he spoke. He spoke a little bit, like we could communicate a little bit. Um, so it was it was foreign. Uh, the language was foreign. The surroundings were foreign. And, you know, I was pretty concerned about myself mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. I remember they were very kind. Very, very kind. Yeah, yeah. but hard to communicate with. Yeah. I, I really liked my nurse. He was mm-hmm. he was funny. Yeah. Um, I deal with things trying to laugh. Yes. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite things was when he was putting in the intravenous. Um, I asked him, I said, are you any good at this? And he says, sometimes. <laughs> and it made me laugh. And, yeah. and that calms me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I knew that they were keeping an eye on things, so I felt... I felt pretty good about the care that I was getting. Uh, I knew that the one doctor was a cardiologist and he would kind of come in and peek every now and then. Mm-hmm. So I knew who he was and the fact that he was actually a cardiologist really, you know, that was relieving to me. So no matter what, you knew that you were in good hands. You knew that financially you were covered. I remember even leaving the hospital with you. There was never a, here's your bill, how is this getting paid? Because our insurance company, Manulife, had already taken care of it. Mm-hmm. It was just done. We mm-hmm. literally walked out of the hospital the mm-hmm. next day and we went and got a coffee. I remember yeah. it. Yeah. I do want to interject, and I'm going to tell from my perspective, being your travel companion, what it was like on the other end. And what happened for me that night is just kind of a story in itself. And now I can laugh about it. At the time, it was horrendous. Oh, my gosh. But I remember... It was about one o'clock in the morning. And when I'm traveling, I never phone home because it's hard on the family. It's hard on the kids. And I remember calling home. It was one o'clock in the morning and Corey answered the phone. And all he said was, what's wrong? Because he just knew. Mm. And I said, I think we're in trouble and I don't really know what to do. And I had this conversation with him. And anyways, the lady at the hospital called me a taxi. I got in the taxi cab with this gentleman who spoke very little English. I had been emotional, I had been, and I remember looking and saying, can we get something to eat? And he says, I take you to get something to eat. And (laughs) we're driving along and I'm a little delirious, I'm tired, I'm maybe, maybe I need to go to bed. I don't know, but I had cried for quite a while. And anyway, I remember him pulling into this dark black alley (laughs) in Dubrovnik in the middle of nowhere, pulled up got out, left the car running and said, okay, get out, come with me. (laughs) I just about died. And I remember throwing my hands up in my brain going, if this is it, if this is how I'm going out, I guess I'm going out in Dubrovnik. This, come and take me. And we walked into this little place in the middle of nowhere through the back door and his friend owned like a pastry shop kind of thing. And I remember his friend made me a calzone. And he says, do you like cheese? I said, I like cheese. He goes, do you eat ham? I said, I eat ham. And he made me this thing at 1.30 in the morning and handed it to me. And I said, how much? And he said, nothing. You look like you need to eat. 
<laughs> so I left with my calzone and I got back in the taxi cab and the taxi driver drove me to the port where the yacht was supposed to be. And I remember pulling up and I said, how much do I owe you? And he said, nothing, you just have a good night. And it was just the kindness of all of these people. I get out of the taxi, he drives away, I realize I am not at the port and I am not where I'm supposed to be. I am lost. And I'm crying on the street and this lovely lady who speaks no English comes up to me and is trying to help me and thank goodness for Google Translate, the app, because her and I were able to communicate. All the people from the boat that we were with were at a Tom, an impromptu Tom Jones concert <laughs> downtown. I was lost. It was just kind of a heck of an evening. Mm -hmm. But anyways, I got back to the boat. I have a very wonderful picture that is me sitting in our cabin with my calzone at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> eating. And anyways, woke up in the morning, went and sprung you out. We got you out and we got you on your way. I guess what I want to know, Kathleen, from your perspective now how has it changed your travel mentality? Has it changed anything for you moving forward and with any trips and travels that you would do? I, I've always traveled with travel insurance. Mm -hmm. So so that what it, it never was a question whether or not I would have travel insurance. But um I think I think now um I'm not sure what travel insurance I've I've had in the past, but I would probably get the the platinum uh, travel insurance. The PPP. Just, the Manulife <laughs> PPP. <laughs> just so that there is yeah. absolutely no question. Um, you know, like if I need to leave, mm -hmm. then I then I get to leave. Um, I was never worried yeah. about, about any of that, you know, when I was there in Croatia. Now, one of the things that... Um, that I was told after the fact was Dubrovnik was the only place that we went to that really had a hospital. And right. so um, if this had happened at any other place, it would have been a helicopter ride. Right. And, you know, so um, that was a really sobering thought because, you know, if I had had to pay for a helicopter, uh, right. you know, there's just no way, right? That would have that would have ruined me. So, um, yeah, there's there's so many um, different things that can come into play, and I think that's what I just really want to reiterate today is. No, Josh, insurance is not for worriers. I was at a conference yesterday and our Manulife rep threw out a number that was just mind-boggling to me. That last year, there was 56,687 claims paid for Canadians on travel insurance. Mm. 56,000 claims, that's unreal to me. That blows my mind. People will spend money to upgrade their seats Mm -hmm. They think nothing of paying extra money for extra leg room. Pay the $60 or the $100 for the insurance. Yeah. If you are in destination and somebody back home has a headache, you can come home. If mm -hmm. your luggage is lost, if whatever it is, there's so many things that you're covered for. Mm -hmm. You are covered cancellation. If the day before you're leaving, you decide that you can't go, then you can't go and you cancel. Mm -hmm. Honeymoons are a big one. Oh my gosh, honeymoons. People plan and plan and save up all their money, spend all this money on these honeymoons, and then something happens and they have to cancel. 
Oh my goodness gracious. Any vacation, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. really a honeymoon is one that's just so pre-planned. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I think the point and the moral of the story here today is insurance is such a daunting, awful word. Nobody wants to hear insurance. And I think they think that it's expensive and it is so much more expensive without it. And I cannot stress enough in this past year, just me personally, how many clients I've had who have had to utilize it. Mm-hmm. I personally have had to utilize it with my son. I don't know what would happen if I wouldn't have had insurance. And people don't realize it's as simple as going on an all-inclusive vacation, having one too many tequilas, tripping, falling, and needing stitches, mm-hmm. or bashing out your teeth mm-hmm. by accident. Mm-hmm. It's not always a heart attack. Mm-hmm. It's just the silly little things that... Let's face it, we do. We do shots. We go dance. We do some stupid things. I've been there. And anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So I think just today kind of really reiterating to people how important it is. It's cheap. It's really, really inexpensive at the end of the day. And the peace of mind. Peace of mind. Oh, my gosh. And you're covered by this umbrella mm-hmm. of safety. It's just wonderful. I thank you so much. Is there anything else with regards to your story that you think people need to know, Kathleen? Well, I was just going to say, like, even after I got back home and I needed to call the insurance company and, you know, Mm -hmm. get everything underway, um, I was really surprised and impressed with how kind they were and how Mm -hmm. they looked after me, even after I had been home. Um, I didn't expect that, you know, so, um, I've never had to use travel insurance before. I've never had to file a claim (laughs) and, uh, you know, and when I needed it, I, I was really impressed start to finish on, on how they looked after me. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Okay. So the whole point today is of course an insurance plug, but really just kind of creating understanding in a really short amount of time. People really need to consider it. Your credit card insurance is not enough. It just typically is not. And that's something that I really, from my professional opinion, I need to bring to light. It's just having that peace of mind that there is a company there completely taking care of you. And of course, your travel agent. Mm -hmm. Because you would never book a trip without a travel agent. I would never do that. (laughs) And you would never book a trip with a travel agent without insurance. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that's just my own. Um, But I do sincerely thank you for sharing a story that was a heavy story at the time. But now it's become something that's been a tool of enlightenment for people. And it's been a learning tool for me. Mm. Thank you for coming with me to Croatia. Thank you. That was an amazing trip. It was. And there's a whole lot of other stories in that that we won't (laughs) necessarily bring up but could have involved needing insurance (laughs) but anyways I do thank you Kathleen and for anybody booking travel going on a trip if you are in the midst of making those plans whatever they are it doesn't matter where you go just remember the cost for the peace of mind is well worth it and if you have any questions about travel insurance you want to talk to me I am a licensed insurance agent in the province of Alberta, but we have people all over Canada. If you need to be insured for your trip, please think about it. Think about Josh and his snowboard and how it turned out that it wasn't even a snowboard accident that required the use of insurance. And Kathleen sailing around Croatia on a beautiful yacht ends up in a hospital. You never really know 
what's going to happen and just protect yourselves. And thanks for hanging out with me. And remember to follow me at Travel with Tannis on Instagram. Feel free to DM me with any questions or comments. And thanks for listening.